I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Don't raise trade just yet. Sit down and strap in for the ultimate super coach podcast. It's time to win your leagues and dominate your mates. This, this is, is the, the Jewel Position, Position Podcast, Podcast, hosted by, by Whisperer, Whisperer and Adrianosaurus. Radcliffe, Brisbane, the... Don't know what to call them, but we're going to chat the Dolphins today. Oh, it's going to be... Uh, it's a weird one this year. We're going to have new teams, new buy structures. You know, we're going back to the old old times when the Titans first, um, you know, before they came in and we had an uneven amount of teams. Supercoach mm. purposes, it's going to be you know very very interesting, Ado. Yeah, definitely. It's going to. I mean, I'm excited actually for this year. I was kind of, um, you know, boost was the little bit of interesting thing in the and and it made because I'm a, I'm a head to head player, so it had different strategies the way you could play that. Um, and once I knew that the Dolphins, you know, were coming in this year, it made me start to think about the implications of it and you know, regular buys, the different strategy about having a player. And I think some of the people who've been playing Supercoach for years and years that were kind of like the game's not like it used to be. This is back more to that sort of model. And I think this year's going to really reward the good planners. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for this year with the extra team. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah, gone are the days where you could just sort of pick a team for the first 13 rounds and not worry about it too much. Um, now you've really got to focus on, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, two players in the same position, say you've got two hookers and one of them has a buy in round five, one of them has a buy in round six, or they both have buys on the same week or, you know, anything like that. That's, I think that's the debate with the, with the Hines and Cleary debacle because, you know, yeah. they're, they're both got buys in round 13. Yeah. Do you want to be making a trade there? It's, you know, you, you're going to have to plan your team out more methodically, I, I think. And, you know, you and I, we've just sort of picked teams for now. I think when we get close to the season, we will actually sit down, pull out our team planners and see where our buys correlate with our teams. And that's something that, you know, we'll do. And that's the reason why. And maybe not considering running two gun halfbacks. But, um, you know, the Dolphins, they've, I'd say they've re- recruited well. But, you know, I think they've missed out on a lot of their, their main targets. And I think they will prob- probably miss out on a lot of their targets for a couple of years until they establish, um, you know, a presence. They've got some, you know, good veteran names in, in Bromwich and uh, and Kafusi. But yeah, there is a, a lot to like. Um, I do like Ray Stone. I do like Tom Gilbert up front. The back line can be exciting. You've got Hammer. you obviously got Tawari, who is you know promising youngster. But Brenko and Edric Lee, Queensland royalty. But I'm not too sure if, if they're going to do a whole lot for the first grade level. But they have recruited Penrith backup half. And I think it's fair to say probably the best backup half in the league. Um, mm-hmm. And that is Sean O'Sullivan. You know, it's hard with him because I'm not too sure where to sit on him because in the Penrith side, I reckon I could average 40 points. But <laughs> yeah, fair I'm, enough. I'm not too sure what we're doing with um, you know Sean O'Sullivan. He's, I think he's close yep. to 600k from from memory. So yep, just a tick under. Yeah. Um, look, I had him. I had no guns actually because they've got no definable guns. They got a lot of guys at the that were um, you know 
you know, world beaters in their day, they've, but they're sort of transitioning out of their career. And they, the rest of their team is made up of players that are probably just a little bit short of a world beater. And I think that Sean O'Sullivan is in that category. He was a, um, you know, he he's a big fish in a, you know, in this po- small pond here at the Dolphins. And I think with someone like Milford there, if you, Ben Hunt, it's no surprise that next to Milford, Ben Hunt had an absolute ripping. I know he dropped the, the ball in the grand final and he's been wearing that ever since. Um, But he had an absolutely amazing year next to Milford. Um, And I just think that Sean O'Sullivan, you go to the Penrith Panthers and I even just listening to Sean O'Sullivan talk, under that Penrith system, I, I felt like he had his head on. He's learned so much down there. He said his head, his head screwed on the right way. I think it's a, an astute purchase by the Dolphins. And I think he's going to probably be their highest averaging player. Let's put it that way. I don't know if he's going to get to gun levels, but I don't see too many of their players being, I don't think anyone's going to get above 70 as an no, average. No. And I think he'll probably be the closest. I don't, um, I don't... Who, who kicks goals there? Is it going to be, because Ozarko's not going to get a go, is he? Oh, he might get a wing spot. He might. He might get a wing spot. I mean, I don't. Can, I, he, he's been riding on that good goal kicking for bloody years, hasn't he? Battle he's got. Um, look, I don't hate the Sean O'Sullivan shout. I just don't. Look, I, I agree with you. He's probably going to be their highest scoring player. I just don't know where their points come from. Like their backline, it's weird. Like you, you would expect him. He so plays fullback. One wing will be Edric. The other one will be. Um, Asako, maybe, and then you're gonna have what you and A contesting you in the centres. So like, it's it's not a exciting, exciting backline. Yeah. I'm just not too sure where the points come from. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a patchwork, isn't it? And yeah. they, you know, it, yeah, it is. It's sort of all like a puzzle of of different places. I think it's really just going to be, uh, you know, unorganised for a year uh, yeah. minimum. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the thing. You know, you wouldn't. I don't think anybody should take a punt on Sean O'Sullivan for um, Super Coach this year. But I will. I will say that's my big call. He'll be their top averaging player. Yeah, I don't hate that. I just think for the same price, you can get like Sam Walker or even Ben Hunt, who Absolutely. are probably better. Um, yep. Someone that will pair him in the halves though is most likely Milford. Now, four hundred and twenty-seven k available at Jewel. Not not a fan. We're not winding back the clock with Milford. No, we're not. It's very clear that um, Milford's done for Supercoach, isn't he? You know, like Wayne loves him, yeah. But he, I mean, he's 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 on. If you're not saying he's washed up already, I mean, I thought he was pretty good at the Knights. Pretty good, and pretty good is what you're going to get out of him this year at the Dolphins. He's not going to do well for Supercoach. Yeah, I think he played well in patches for the Knights. Um, yeah, if he was, patchy. if he was say three thirty rather than four thirty. Uh, yeah, I could be tempted because, you know, the spot's probably guaranteed because Bennett does love him. But 430, it's a bit awkward. Um, you know, 100K less, I would, yeah, probably snap him up because he does have that handy jewel. But, yeah, probably probably a little bit too awkwardly priced for me. Yeah. Um, there's too, there's, I mean, look, this year you've got to have players, I think, that you can bank on. You can't have too many of these um, flighty players, and Milford's one of them. So yeah. I'm not going to touch him with a 10-foot pile. So we're not keen on starting with the six or seven, and we're not really keen on starting with the three or four either. You'd expect you and Aiken, uh, after being phenomenal in the back row for the Warriors, super coach royalty, you know, just really consistent, um, a guy that we could get in the center wings that played in the back row, fantastic. This year does have center wing eligibility again, but we expect him to line up in the centers in real life. And, uh, you know, just a touch under 600K. Historically, his numbers drop off a cliff at the center position. 
Yeah, we want him available in centre and playing at second row. We don't want him available in second row and playing centre. So, uh, and and there's no way he's going to play second row because of they've got all all those Bromiches and um, Kafusis and Gilberts and Stones. He's going to be a centre, um, and I think he'll do a pretty good job there. He'll just be sort of standard. Um, but like you said, um, it's not as good. It drops off once he goes and actually plays in the centres. He's not a world beater there, um, and he was exceptional. Oh, you know, I, I loved him in the second row. Yeah. Pick him in your centre wing, and it was perfect. Um, yeah, he had Bo Fumer, and the, last year was a, a last year plethora was good, yeah. of riches really for centre wing, second row forward duels. Um, and it's not the case this year. No. Uh, look, if I was Wayne Bennett, I think you're making the right call here by picking him at centre, just for, for a team dynamic spot. Like you said, you've got the Bromiches, you've got Kafusi. Um, and I do think you and Aiken is a very fine centre, a very good defensive centre. But yeah, for Supercoach, just not, not an option for me at all. Tessie New, 600k, uh, available at fullback, available at centre wing. If Tessie New did get the fullback spot, um, you know, similar price to someone like a Lockie Miller, mm. are, are you more keen on him playing full, like playing fullback? Could you be talked into starting with him if he played fullback? Obviously, at centre, no-go for that price when you can get Valentine Holmes for slightly a little bit more. Um, yeah. But if Tessie um, did play fullback... If he if he played um, fullback, he could tempt me more. But if he was playing fullback and he was five ninety seven, I'd be sort of like, well, why am I not just taking a punt on Turbo? Mm. You know, because it's the same price. Uh, so yeah, I, I I think that Tessie knew late, late last year. I was like, well, he's turned it on, um, and and he and he and he did. He's he's def- definitely got some ability. He seems to have packed on a bit of size. I don't think he's going to get the fullback. So no, either if he I. was, yeah, if he was. And say Turbo wasn't available for, and we know they've got the buy in, in round two. So if Turbo wasn't there till round three, it could just be something that you go and you're like, all right, I'll give you a couple of rounds, Tessie, do, because you're playing fullback and I don't want to go Lockie Miller. So, you know, so I'm going to give it a punt and we'll see how we go. Well, the thing is, he's available at centre wing, which makes it, you know, a little bit more yeah. or ideal. So uh, I guess you could put him in your centre wings. That's, that's why I asked the question. So Lockie Miller is also available at centre wing. Um, oh, yeah, they a, are. A well, very I mean, similar price. Yeah, six. They're just a tick under six hundred. How much is Val? Six eighty. Six eighty. Yeah, I'd find eighty k. <laughs> fair, fair enough. Or I'd go Brian Tall. Now we had this uh, Reed Marnie, Jeremy Marshall King debate a couple of days ago when we had the Parramatta podcast. I think we had the debate as well when we had the Bulldogs podcast. He comes up again, probably the most mentioned player uh, so far in this yeah, preseason podcast. About him. <laughs> what do we think? It's six hundred eleven k. Uh, yeah, look, I think I, I think he's going to be good for them. I reckon it's a pretty good purchase. He's underrated, I think. I think he's getting better in the hooker position as uh, you know as his career's gone on. I think he'll be good for them, but he, he's priced at a six hundred and eleven, and there's a bit of value in the um, hooker position. I just don't see him doing better there because, like I said, there's sort of a patchwork. Yeah, and I, I, we we didn't even go where we've tipped him on the ladder, have we? I, oh. I think where did I have him? Uh, you've got them in 15th. 15th, yeah. I've got them 16th, so yeah. Yeah, we've got them right down the bottom of the ladder, so that's my, my main reason. Look, the dogs were no stars either, really, um, last year, but I just think in this team, he, he they're probably it's made up of players who've got a lot of experience, and I think that they'll probably, you know, Milford and stuff, you know, even Aiken in the centres and all those back rowers, there's probably people that are going to ask for ball a lot. I think he'll probably just be like a nice, good passing you know, um, hooker, but I don't see him um, improving at the Dolphins. Yeah, I think he's uh, in a very similar mould, super coach wise, to someone like an Happy Coruscant. 
Yeah, Appy was, you know, he's in the Penrith Panthers team. You just don't expect that he's going to go as well uh, going to the Tigers. He probably will for actual NRL, but maybe not in Supercoach. Correct, correct. Now, you mentioned that they've got a pretty aging squad. They've got a, a lot of veterans. They do sort of have some good youngsters coming through uh, and some guys that, you know, the Supercoach community are, are pretty excited about. Um, the first one being Isaiah Katoa, uh, available at 5'8", halfback, 216K. I'm just not seeing the game time for him. I know he's in a couple of people's sides, and I'm not too sure. Is that just because of the price? But as we've mentioned, I think Sean O'Sullivan and Anthony Milford will be the first-choice halfbacks. I think Wayne Bennett will want to keep that pretty stable, I would say, for at least the first 15 rounds. And look, if shit hits the fan and it's not working at the end of the year, and I could see Katoa getting a run. Uh, but early on, oh, I think Schuster, uh, I think Jaden O'Sullivan, these guys come to mind at 5'8", at halfback. Um, there's probably better mid-priced options. So Katoa, for me, is a miss uh, for the cash cow position, but don't be surprised to see him potentially play if, if it doesn't work out for the Dolphins. Yeah, he could be a cash cow at some point in the year if something goes wrong. And if, you, if you're starting your season with him, it's enough. And we can't go in this year with enough. So I've got him in a cash cow, but that's only beginning from the time that he comes in. Yeah, it reminds me uh, a lot of, you know, from, from a super coach standpoint, a lot of Sam Walker a couple of years ago, very, very highly touted preseason, but probably wasn't going to get the start early on. Um, some injuries happened and he was right there. So um, I would definitely have him on standby because I think if an injury happens to, to one of the halves and he could slot in. Um, the thing with the back line is we've, it's hard to know what they're going to do. I mean, the, the, the signing of Tessie New probably puts a red line through Tawara, you would say? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, I think so. He's in the same sort of boat as Katoa. I mean, let's be honest, players like Edric and that um, can pick up an injury, can't they? Yeah, Branko so, as well, don't trust him at all. Yeah, so th- I reckon he's probably a better chance of coming in earlier than the others. Um, I mean, you've got Brenko there as well, who we're not tipping is going to be um, in the start as well. So he might be not even first cab off the rank. Um, but he's there. I would not say put him in to start because I don't think he's going to run out in their round one team. And it's just too risky because it could be f- five rounds in that Ed- Edric picks up. a. He's a tall thing, isn't he, Edric? And he's a bit, you know, he'll... He's all legs. So he might do an injury in round five. It could He could last till round 10. You never know. But uh, I wouldn't be starting with him. Um, but like I said, once these guys do come in, which you, you could probably safely, safely say will happen at some stage, you just can't go until that happens. Now, Ray Stone, also another popular preseason champion, a lot of sides. He's in my side as well currently. Uh, a bit of mail came out the other day that Wayne Bennett has all but confirmed his starting forward pack with Mark Nichols uh, and Bromwich up top with obviously JMK at nine. Uh, the back rowers would be Bromwich and Kafusi, and 13 is Tom Gilbert, which sees no room for Ray Stone. Ooh. However, that doesn't really deter me too much. Uh, Mark Nichols, Bromwich, both front rowers are not young. I don't expect huge minutes from them. I think Tom Gilbert is a very, very capable of slotting in through the middle. Um, you know, if one of those comes off. And I think Ray Stone, I'm still tipping him for 40-ish minutes and at 247K available at 2RF Hooker. I'm still not passing up on that. I know he's coming off an ACL. It's it's not ideal, but 
we're paying nearly bottom dollar for him. We're not paying 400K, for example. Yeah, I mean, I've argued on the old Facebook with a few people who are like, nah, not touching him. I thought you were a better super coach player, Adriatosaurus. That I'm like, no, I'm saying the outlay of cost. How is it a huge risk? You know, you're going to pick, um, you know, you're going to pick these 230s that are going to get 30 minutes off the bench. If I believe that Raystone is going to get 40 off the bench, which I think he will, mm-hmm. um, what's the what's the risk? He's, you know, all, we we all got Bloor last year, and I he sat on my bench for bloody ages. We got Tuolagi who just co- kept copping an injury every bloody game and going off. Um, you, where's the risk? No, I don't. I don't see any. Raystone? No, I don't see. I still think, yeah, I, I think uh, he could definitely even slot in a hooker if need be. Uh, I think, like I said, Tom Gilbert could slot into the front row. I think there's minutes there for for Raystone, and I, I am very, very keen. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm probably just a tick under very keen because people have got me doubting, you know, my logic. Uh, I, I think he is. I'm less scared. You could probably very safely put him in there because he's got, even if you think he's not going to get 40 minutes, he'll get 30. You know, and if he goes at a point per minute, you'll get 30 and he'll go up a little bit. It'd just be a real slow burn. I think you'd probably get more. We had this discussion on the Parramatta podcast. I think people have jersey bias. If Raystone was starting 13 and playing 40 minutes, everyone would be like, oh, yeah, must have. But if he's wearing, yeah. if he's wearing 14 and playing 40 minutes, everyone's like, oh, no. I think people are a little bit put off by the jersey number, not the game time. Same with Ryan Madison. Yeah, exactly. And he, and let's not forget, they're an aging pack. Um, a Raystone, yeah, I think that the, the, the only caveat is that he's had coming off an, an ACL. Yeah. That is the thing that would probably put people off. I think he's um, he did his early enough that he's going to be well and truly done. He's, he's already training and stuff now, isn't he? Yeah. So I think he gets a fair enough run-up, and I don't think that the minutes that he's going to get is going to put him under too much stress. He's not going to be doing 60-plus minutes. Uh, it's an educated guess, and I think it's safe enough 40 minutes. Yeah, I'm very, hap- I'm very happy to eat my hat on Raystone, but I just think people are being put off by the jersey number, not so much looking at the broader picture. Um, yep. Now, the man who did take his jersey that people were hoping for is Tom Gilbert. Uh, available yep. to our front row forward, uh, 494K, so a little bit cheaper than someone like a Tohu Harris who's in a similar mould uh, in that 2RF you know, front row forward bracket. Uh, I'm really keen on Tom Gilbert, to be honest. I think he's a very, very young, promising footballer. I think Bennett will look to him you know, for minutes. As I said, I'm not overly keen on Jesse Bromwich playing big minutes. Mark Nichols, yeah. I think... I think Gilbert will start in 13. I definitely see him rotating through the front row. Uh, he's also a very good edge player if need be. So if anything does happen to Kafusi uh, or Bromwich, I think he could play edge as well. I really like his minutes. I think him being given the 13 jersey is a big staple of what Bennett thinks of him. And yeah, just a, tuck, a tick under 500K. does have that dual flexibility. I'm pretty much, yeah, very much looking to, to slot him into my team and, and running with him at this stage. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Uh, once I had got it, um, the notification that it looked like he was sewing up the 13, it made me wobbly on uh, on um, Ray Stone, but not enough to, to, to punt him fully. But it made me much bigger on um, Gilbert. If you've got someone starting in the back row that you can pick in your front row, that's that's ideal. We used to love that with iPad. Now, I'm not yeah. saying he's going to be an iPad, but I've been in many chats with people where I, we, we've we seen the signings coming in for the Dolphins and I've just been like, well, Tom Gilbert's a talent. That's their best signing. Yeah, They've done a couple of other good signings, I think, now, uh, but I really like the look of Tom Gilbert, always have. So I think this is his breakout year. It has a little feel about that for me. 
Uh, he's in that sort of modern mold of footballer, and I think he's a perfect um, 13. And like I, like you said, he's one of those versatile ones that can go up into the front row, can play edge at a stretch. He's young, he's fit. He's the opposite of all the, uh, you know, dad's army with all the other old ones. And I think that they'd be crazy not to use him, you know, because he's got a motor, I think, and he's ready to go. I reckon he's ready to to launch. Yeah, I'm very, very keen. I wouldn't be surprised to see him push 60, 60 plus average. So very, very keen on Tom Gilbert. Happy to spend up, you know, that little bit more compared to someone like a Lindsay Collins. Uh, also, Hamiso Tabuai Fado, look, available at fullback center wing. We're most keen on that center wing availability. 330k, thanks to coming off the bench a little bit for the Cowboys last year. You'd think he's been signed to play fullback. I don't see him not playing fullback if I can speak, but, you know, Tessinu does throw a little bit of a spanner in the work, but they were short of a centre. I think Tessinu slots in nicely in that centre position, uh, and I do think that Hamiso plays fullback. I don't really care how bad he is. If I can get a fullback at centre wing for 330k, I'm all over it. Yeah, he can play center as well. He's done that, and he's been pretty good at that as well, um, the hammer. But I think that he he signed to go to fullback. I think he's probably just a touch more exciting. Tessie New's probably got a little bit of ball play, so I see him getting nice balls off to wingers and stuff, whereas it's all speed from the hammer. Uh, I like the I like the pick if he's got if he's in at fullback and I can pick him in center. We all go and put these placeholders in our teams. The one that it looks like um, they're going to start round one with Hammer at fullback. So 3.30 for a fullback that you can pick in centre. He hasn't traditionally been a great super coach scorer. He's much um, known for being a yo-yo. But uh, what are you, what are you going to do? You're going to not have have in a cheap uh, centre winger that you can pick. In, you know who's playing fullback? You've got to take him, I think, because he's value. Yeah, I think I think Hamiso could rise from three thirty to five fifty in about a month. I also think he could lose that same profit in the next three weeks. So I think That's he's right. going to be someone that you're going to get on a swing, um, and you hope that that swing is early and you can move him on to to you know someone in that in that next price mold. But Exciting times for, for the Dolphins. I mean, they've got some, some exciting young players. They've got an okay forward pack. It's just hard to, to rank them, really, because it seems like a bunch of, I don't want to say, but it, it seems like a bunch of outcasts from other clubs that they weren't willing to, to re-sign. And Dolphins have a blank checkbook and can throw whatever they want at them. Um, look, I really hope it does work long term because I'd love to see more teams in the NRL. But, yeah, I've got them in 16th. You've got them in 15th. I mean, Wayne Bennett could work miracles and get them in the top eight. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I see them as a team on paper, you know, in a very basic sense. You know, you and Aikens are solid footballer. Tessie News, not too bad. Jerry Marshall's King's it's not a team too bad. Full of, it's a team full of six out of tens, isn't it? Yes, yeah, there's a lot of not too bad players. So they could actually, you know, I think they could easily be a 13th if they have a better than we expect year. I think that they're probably going to be victims of not getting enough run-up time to sign the better players. And if they had a marquee or two in there, it could be all that much different. Um, They haven't landed one. So, yeah, I've got them 15th. It's a first year. And I think you take that as long as they're competitive in most games as a good good start if you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah, I'm not um, keen on too many in there. I've got the hammer in my team at the moment. I've got Tom Gilbert up in the front row. And I'm teetering on whether I'm going to run with uh, Ray Stone or not. So those are the three that really interest me. They're the three I also have. I think it shows the quality or, or, or the sort of the averageness of the side. Like if they did land Munster, I'd completely put this side ninth, tenth. 
yeah, you throw your mad dog in there. That's that's a big difference yeah. to any team, really. And around players like Bromwiches and stuff and, and Kafusis that he's played with, that would have just been so great for the Dolphins, wouldn't it? So, yeah, they haven't quite landed that big fish. I think that that's why this year it'll be a building year. Uh, not that you've got, you're only going to have a couple more years at the Bromwiches and stuff, haven't you? They're going to ha- have to have a year, I think, where they're competitive in most games and they'll start to sign some players and they'll build that roster with some younger, better up-and-comers uh, as the years roll on. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. Uh, we're going to go the opposite end of the table tomorrow. We're going to go with Sean O'Sullivan's old club, the Penrith Panthers. A lot to talk about there. And, uh, yeah, a few a few assets I'm really keen on. And, uh, yeah, we'll discuss all those ones tomorrow. But that's going to be the Dolphins for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I've been the SC Whisperer, joined by SC Adrianosaurus. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you, guys. Bye.